Hello and welcome to A Murderous Affair. My name is Gabrielle and this is the podcast where we talk about women in history known for mayhem and murder. Before we get started today, let's talk a little bit about the most currently televised trial that's happening, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I'm going to be honest, I absolutely have been watching it and the coverage of it a lot lately, including subscribing to some new lawyer channels on YouTube, which I didn't realize was a thing, but it makes sense because everything is a thing on YouTube, you know? But I've been watching it because these lawyers they live stream the trial and like comment and react to the case and talk about what's happening and like kind of translate the legal jargon for people who are watching so it's really interesting if you're interested in that kind of stuff I would check out Legal Bites on YouTube because they have like a whole panel of lawyers there that talk and watch the case but some people have been asking me if I am going to be covering Amber Heard on this podcast and honestly the answer is that I don't know I don't think so I feel like she is everywhere right now like everybody's talking about her it's trending every day on Twitter you know I feel like this case is going to be so oversaturated I don't know if I necessarily want to come up with a whole podcast episode about Amber Heard just because this case has so many people talking about Amber Heard so I don't know it's still up for debate on my end um if anybody if you guys really want me to cover her on the podcast I absolutely will but I just don't want to do it if people are going to be like Ugh, another here's another person talking about Amber Heard this week. But yeah, just let me know. Reach out to me at Frumious Reads on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook if she is someone you would like to hear an episode about. Let's go ahead and talk about our woman of the week. This week, we're talking about Kumela Hayati. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Okay, I think it's Kumela Hayati. She was one of the first female admirals of the Navy in the modern age, and she led the Aceh Empire, which ruled modern-day Sumatra, Indonesia. She's also known as Malayati, and led an entirely female armada made up of women who'd been widowed in various conquests that the Aceh Empire had with uh, European colonizers. Overall, she's an entirely badass person. She was the daughter of Admiral Mahmoud Saya of the Aceh Empire, and it's estimated she was born in the late 15th century, possibly sometime in the 1570s. There's some historical documents her name ends up on during her first few military endeavors, and this it's estimated this was when she reached adulthood because we know for a fact that before her career in the military, she enrolled first in an Islamic boarding school, and once she finished that, she entered the Sultanate's Mahad Batul Makdis Military Academy. At her military school, the staff there was provided by the Turkish Ottoman Empire and was considered one of the top military schools of the time. Kumela Yati chose to major in naval and ground force tactics, and this wasn't a typical career path for most women in that time period, but because of her father, an exception was made for Kumela Yati. While she attended school, she met and fell in love with a fellow naval officer who unfortunately has had his name lost to history. It was never really recorded and it hasn't since been found in any historical documents. They ended up marrying, but her husband would soon die in a sea battle against the Portuguese invaders at Harube, which would be modern-day Medan on Sumatra Island. And although the Aceh Empire would remain in control of that territory, it would end up being a battle that lost thousands of their naval officers' lives. When she graduated from military school, Kumela Yati petitioned the Sultan to head a fleet, and not only was she given that fleet made up of other widows of those naval officers who had died, but the Sultan also named 
named her his first admiral, which was a huge position of power. In 1599, she and her fleet, the Inong Bali Army, were in a vicious sea battle between Dutch forces and Achenese forces. What's interesting is this conflict was actually the result of a misunderstanding. What's interesting is this conflict was actually the result of a misunderstanding. And while this was a time period where European colonization of small kingdoms and small and sultanates in Indonesia had begun, these specific Dutch ships that had approached were there to trade. It was due to a translating error by their Portuguese translator that this conflict began at all. And there's some historians who speculate as to whether this was a genuine mistranslation or if the Portuguese translator purposefully mistranslated what was said in order to cause a conflict and kind of take revenge for the battle that the Portuguese had lost more recently. Either way, negotiations quickly broke down and a fight ensued led by Kumelayati's forces. She would again face off against Dutch forces in 1600 when a small ship led by Paulus van Serden sank another Achenese ship and stole the stores of pepper that were on there. The next year in 1601, under Dutch Admiral Jacob von Neck, another ship presented itself pretending to be a merchant fleet intending to trade for pepper, but Kumelayati recognized that they were not there to trade but instead were there to try and invade and she had the group arrested and she had the group arrested and thrown in prison. Now back in the Netherlands, Prince Maurice of Orange Nassau, who was the leader at the time, didn't want to continue a conflict with either the Achenese or with the Sultan of Aceh and with other European powers who may be kind of trying to claim that area. Um, so what he did was he sent a group of four ships with a letter of apology addressed to the Sultan and he proposed a peace treaty. Now the Sultan would then consult with his other military leaders, which included Kumelayati, and they would agree to the peace treaty only after Nether the Netherlands agreed to pay 50,000 guilders for the losses of the seized pepper. In doing so, the Sultan and the Aceh military agreed to this trade, and the prisoners they had captured were released. Now, this was one of the first ventures that Kumelayati had when it came to the more diplomatic side of military. On June 6, 1602, a delegation led by an officer, James Lancaster, arrived in the Aceh Empire with a letter from Queen Elizabeth I. Kumelayati was the one who handled the negotiations with Lancaster before he met with the Sultan. When he approached her saying that he wanted to try and build a friendly relationship between England and um, the Aceh Empire, Kumelayati was the one who actually had him write down all of his proposals before he was even allowed to be near the Sultan, before he was even allowed to approach the palace. Because she had him write this down and because he was kind of pretty much held to it the negotiations resulted in a huge a really long history of english trade links to Aceh and north sumatra as she'd proven herself to be a really good diplomat kumelayati also stepped in when it came to the succession of the court of the Aceh sultanate now in 1603 sultan al-mukamil designated his son to be the successor but the son betrayed his father and seized the throne for himself and he took the title of Sultan Ali Riyat Sayyah. One of his nephews tried to resist him taking the throne and he was arrested and thrown in prison. Now this nephew had been backed by Kumelayati and when the Portuguese troops attacked Sumatra and the Aceh Empire in 1606, she was able to successfully petition the Sultan for the release of his nephew and argued that it didn't matter who was going to basically succeed and take the throne if they were about to be invaded and their entire government was to 
collapse. So she was able to convince them to form a united front and fight off the invaders, and she led the naval portion of the attacks. Now, after the Portuguese had been defeated, the nephew, who I don't think I've said his name, but his name was Dharma Wangsa, was able to depose his uncle with Kumailayati's help and take on the title of Sultan Iskandar Muda. Dharma Wangsa ended up staying at Sultan until 1636, and during and following his rule, it became known as the Golden Age of the Aceh Sultanate. The empire's influence was able to take over much of Sumatra and the peninsular Southeast Asia, Dharma Wangsa Kumailayati as his admiral, until she was killed while fighting the Portuguese in a sea battle at Krayong Raya Bay. Um, it's not really given when she died, but it's estimated mid to late 1600s because she was recorded during Dharmawangsa's reign. She has a tomb today, which is located in Bukit Kota Dalam, which is a hill about 21 miles away from Banda Aceh, which was kind of the area that she was mostly serving. And this is kind of one of those stories where I enjoy covering it because Kumelayati was is actually really well known in Indonesia, especially in the Aceh province. There's hospitals, streets, roads, all named after her, and and Indonesian school children are still taught her story. Most historians believe that Kumailayati's influence was part of the reason why Aceh had such a success in resisting European colonization longer than almost any other part of the Indonesian archipelago. She has been formally recognized as a national hero of Indonesia as of November 2017. And that is the story of Kumailayati, one of the first female admirals of the modern age, and honestly a really interesting person to read about. I would love to know what you guys thought of this episode and if you have any other information that I left out or if you've ever heard of her before and generally what you think of her legacy. Feel free to reach out to me at Frumious Reads, F-R-U-M-I-O-U-S-R-E-A-D-S and I am on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure you follow or subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast listening platform you choose. We are on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, basically anywhere and everywhere for podcasting. But that's all I have for you guys today. Stay spooky, friends, and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.